Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hushmo Black. Welcome to the Hesco Black Forum. It's April already, yeah? April 20th, or what, April 14th, 2018, yeah? Hesco's getting ahead of us still. April 20th, y'all, welcome to the Hesco Black Forum. You got me, Hesco, driving this train this evening. Welcome back. I've been away for a while. It's good to be back out here with you uh, this evening. Been kind of just recharging my batteries a little bit. Um... I felt as though it was imperative that I get back out here this evening with so much going on in the world. Uh, Indeed, the world, not only in our country, but the world uh, is in chaos (laughs) from what what I can see. Hey, you know, our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Out of necessity, sometimes we will do it louder than anybody out here on saw on Blog Talk, yeah. Yeah, we, uh, it's been a while. Uh, dropped some bombs on Syria last night. That thing has really got me, uh, Concern uh, with with the just the whole climate of uh, the politics in the country, with the president being investigated on on what seemed like all fronts, uh, both from the feds and from now a state. Uh, New York's got uh, him and some of his cohorts. under investigation, um, his personal attorney or fixer, whatever you want to call him, Michael Cohen, seemed to be uh, bearing the brunt of it. Yeah, his door was down the other day. The FBI went into his home, his office, his temporary home at this hotel up there in New York, and removed from what all I can tell or read about uh, over 100,000 documents dating back some 30 years, they say, including voice recordings and all kinds of other stuff. uh, This guy, I hope he's clean. I mean, wow. (laughs) He said said, uh, word out is he might have to take the fifth. Well, according to President Trump, if you take the fifth, you got to be guilty or some kind of monster. There's only people that uh, take the fifth is either guilty folks or some kind of some kind of mafia. I figure. I, I don't know. I, I, I I'm not. You know, I I don't know if the president is hooked up with any uh, mobsters. 
according to James Comey in his new book, that uh, he uh, kind of got the impression that the president uh, was acting like a some kind of mob boss, uh, at least according to his interactions with the president, the short while, short period of time that he was able to interact with him before he fired him, <laughs> before the president fired him. But, uh, uh, former FBI director told me he got a new book out, y'all. He's got a new book out, The Higher Calling or A Higher Loyalty. Uh, that is, I guess this is autobiography, but he devoted a large portion of it to... Uh, his interactions with uh, President Trump. And uh, from what I can tell, he don't paint a uh, pretty picture. I do get, I got the book on order. And next time I come out, I would have uh, started reading it on my own. I'm now just going by excerpts from uh, other uh, people who have read it. Uh, so I I don't have a first-hand account of uh, what, what's in the book. Like I said, I do have an order. The book's not scheduled to be released until Tuesday. This coming Tuesday, uh, the 17th of uh, April. Uh, I, so, I don't know, but what all I can tell, it paints a scathing uh, picture of uh, the president, President Trump. Uh, I, I don't know exactly call the president everything but a, what I can tell is call him everything but a child of God yeah say so he's a liar uh, unethical uh, well some of the stuff we know <laughs> some <laughs> some some, some <laughs> hey uh, look at the actual start some of the stuff we know is some of the fake but uh, according to uh, the former FBI director this guy's all of it, all of what we knew and a lot more. Hey, I'm just saying, you yeah, this is going to uh, what the uh, the former FBI director has to say. Yeah, yeah he believe everything. Can you believe everything you hear? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Should you? Uh, hey, can you believe everything you uh, hear uh, someone say? Yeah, probably not. I mean, yeah, I don't. But uh, this guy's was up close and personal, y'all. I yeah, I don't know. Certainly. Uh, I'd like to verify uh, the story two or three different ways and from two or three different sources before I deem it to be true or not. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I don't know. Let's see what's going on here, y'all. We are trying to uh, trying to see what we got here out on our uh, 
Facebook page. We're really interested in seeing how that's my black form is being uh, broadcast over the air. We noticed that uh, we noticed that uh, seemed like to me with the all of uh, what's going on with uh, Facebook and Zuckerberg and being under pressure there. A lot has changed out there on Facebook. I don't know if it's changed or not, but it certainly appears that uh, a lot of my stuff has been negative with. Now, I can't see where they say that uh, claim that They claim somehow that uh, I don't know. They, they claim that uh, somehow you're supposed to see whether or not your uh, information was tampered with, or stolen, or compromised with the uh, Russian hack. But I have yet to see exactly uh, what it said. Uh, I, if anybody knows, give me a shout out because I, I I can't find it. I don't know where it said. <laughs> Do, if, if somebody could uh, uh, enlighten the hushma, I greatly appreciate it. I just don't know where it said. Uh, you know, it's probably out there somewhere. It's probably out there somewhere. You know, I just don't know where it said. I just don't know where it's at. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's out there. <laughs> yeah. See, I can't... Uh... Yeah, see, I, I don't know when I send a... a uh... When I send a... Uh... Okay, there it is, Twitter. Okay, there it is, yeah. So it's right there. So some of it is good. Broadcasting live. Yeah, I, I uh, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out where on Facebook that they were supposed to post uh, uh, on your uh, page on your Facebook page whether or not your data, your private uh, information was compromised when uh, the Russians or whoever uh, I'm saying the Russians hacked into uh, Facebook and stole some 80 million user profiles uh, and they was going to post out there whether or not yours uh, was among them. But I have yet to uh, I've yet to find where 
where it's set. See, see that's. Uh, do Do anybody know? Can anybody tell me where? Uh, share with. I, I uh, yeah, I you know I haven't really got into it that uh, that deep uh, to uh, try to ascertain exactly where it's at out there on Facebook. I'm sure it's there if the guy, but now I'm not sure of anything. I can't be sure of anything. Uh, I. Uh, Been run into a lot of uh, retired servicemen and folks who served in the military here. Seemed like over the last year or so, and to a warn all of my word about the condition of our uh, military today and the limited number of people who are uh, participating. Uh, and I share those concerns because. Without the draft and uh, such a volatile uh, president in office, I don't. I don't think we're even getting the uh, volunteers uh, needed in uh, sufficient uh, numbers to uh, replenish uh, our fighting uh, our military out there. The force that we have. I think it's the lowest number of uh, personnel that we had in the military in probably decades. I, I don't know. I, I'm for I'm for one. I'm a big proponent in uh, bringing back the draft. I I am. I'm for one uh, for bringing back the draft and get everybody. It should be mandatory for everybody. No deferments. If you're going to take a deferment and go to college, do that. But you're going to go. Uh, you're going to go into service as soon as your college days are over, in some fashion, form, fashion, or uh, shape, form, or fashion. Whether that be in the reserves or active duty, you are going to do some service in the defense of this country. I'm a strong believer in that. I was in the military. I mean, I joined back in the '60s. Even though I was on the draft, uh, probably head of the draft class coming up, I joined Marine Corps in 1963. Went to Vietnam and got shot up. Uh, so I think everybody should have some skin in the uh, some skin in the in the uh, in the game. Yeah, everybody's got to have some skin in the game. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, and I, nobody should be able to, uh, uh, because of their uh, economic status, uh, get out of serving in the military, which is what Donald Trump did as a youth. As a young man, he had five deferments on some rather frivolous, uh, uh, rather frivolous uh, uh, 
high ankle sprains and the likes. <laughs> that should not uh, get you out of service in the service show. Yeah. Uh, you you know it, it's it'll be hard if I uh, was running thing and advocated for having a draft and instituted a draft. It'll be pretty hard for anybody to get around it, no matter what your uh, condition, economic, physical, everybody can do something uh, in service of uh, uh, the country, everybody. And uh, so I, I don't know. I'm going to continue to beat that uh, drum. It's so important that now we've got the same 10% of people uh, fighting uh, fighting a war that uh, we've been tied up in for damn near 20 years now, yeah? <laughs> since 9-11, since 2001, we've been at war. For them, the, 20, the better part of 20 years, we have been at war. And if you <laughs> contend that that war is continuous from uh, the Gulf War, We've been at war for 30 years almost, yeah? This country's been at war for 30 years, and we ain't had to draft since the late 70s or some craziness. Yeah, it's just crazy that the same people, our same young, brave men and women, are fighting uh, the war. Less than one-tenth of one percent of the population uh, uh, has got real skin in the game, yeah? That's a shame for a country this size. Supposedly, uh, this rich and mighty uh, that uh, we allow <laughs> the defense and out of this great rich nation to be in the hands of uh, so few. It's just a shame that uh, that is the case. Uh, so, the Hushmill Black Forum, we're going to go on record. We've talked about it before, but we're going to reiterate uh, our position on uh, the draft. We believe that we desperately need a draft, especially in these trying times where we're shooting and dropping missiles on people. Uh, and none of the politicians, or very few of them, uh, family have uh, real skin in the game. Yeah. Uh, that's something's wrong with that, in my mind. The Russian probe, what it appears uh, to me, that Russian probe is getting serious, and it seems as though uh, Mueller is tightening the noose around his intended target, whoever the target may be, but the noose is tightening, and people are starting to uh, freak out about uh, uh, how this thing is going to turn out. And I'm for one, is dead set on seeing and believe that the special prosecutor has to finish uh, finish that job and let the ships fall where they bang. The special prosecutor has to finish that job because the country was attacked by a foreign adversary in the 2016 uh, during the 2016 election and probably before and after uh, that. So we have to get to the bottom of it to see who, uh, if any, Americans was uh, 
a part of that. Uh, yeah, so I, uh, I for one, is I, uh, I'm coming out on the side of uh, those who believe that if anybody tried to curtail or interfere with uh, this process, um, it should be a uh, an impeachable and an impeachable offense if. In fact, it is the president who attempt to do that because, in my mind, it's a uh, a clear obstruction of justice. And uh, it's so hard, y'all. To first of all, it's so hard to uh, uh, remove the president from office. That president is one third of our uh, government, and it's hard. The guy has got so much power. That that office has so much power. Uh, in our uh, system that it's almost impossible to uh, remove uh, the president. Even if you, uh, well, one about the only way now there's some argument about whether or not the president, a sitting president can be indicted by the special prosecutor. Uh, there's pros and cons on both sides of that. But uh, about the only effective way that uh, everybody agree on that uh, the president, that you could curtail uh, the authority of the president is to impeach him. He can be impeached. Everybody agree with that. It's been, you know, Bill Clinton was impeached. So, yeah, that's the most recent. Richard Nixon resigned over an impeachment. So, yeah, that's pretty set law. Whether or not he can be indicted and brought up on criminal charges while he's sitting in office is more, uh, is more, uh, Debatable. Hey, y'all, we got a free call into the Hushmore Black Forum, 1-888-588-3814. We haven't been out here for a while. Um, that is a free call into the Hushmore Black uh, Forum, where our model is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer, and out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk, y'all. With that said, we... We're right up against the break. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back. Uh, hang in there. You got me. Touch for driving this train this evening. We'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Hey, uh, welcome back to the High School Black Forum. It's April, April 14th, 20, 2018, yeah. That's about 1, 7, what is it, 7.30 in the ATL. And we come to you living, uh, live in living color every Saturday from 7 to 9 out here over blog talk, yeah. Like I said, we, we're just getting back into it. We've been off the air for a, uh, about half of this year. About half of this year. We've been, in fact, probably about a half of the last six months, we've been out here sparingly uh, trying to just recharge a little bit, try to make sense of uh, what it is that uh, is going on in the world so that when we do get out here, we have a better feel for uh, how to... Uh, how to talk about it, how to uh, break it down for uh, my audience. Uh, and there's so much going on right now. It's, it's just hard to uh, keep track of it. It's hard to keep up with. Every day, it seems as though there's a, there's a, there's something new, something new and different that we haven't uh, seen before. Uh, this uh, administration for one is unlike anything I've ever seen. I've been following politics, y'all. Since uh, I've been following politics since 1958. That's no joke. Since 1958. Now, now I go back further than that. I can remember when Eisenhower was sworn in. I remember when Eisenhower took office, y'all. In 1952, but uh, you know, I became aware of politics, you know, from uh, at a young age, uh, uh, the young age of uh, I'd say 13 or so, 1958 or so, when uh, GFK John F. Kennedy started running for a president as a Catholic. I didn't know much about what even a Catholic was, you know, when I was 13. I didn't even know what a Catholic was. at that time, and uh, I know there was a big, uh, a big commotion about this new uh, young Republican uh, running for president uh, as a Catholic. I didn't, you know, I, it took. I don't know if I ever got my hands around exactly uh, what was the significance of that. Uh, even up until I, you know, uh, 1963, when I went in the Marine Corps, I finally start to uh, have a better sense of uh, uh, what the fuss was all about, with him being a Catholic and how that played into this country being predominantly Protestants uh, from its origin, and just a whole bunch of things that uh, I, you know, I was just coming. Uh, I'm the breast too uh, in my young uh, in my young adult life there. Um, so I've been following politics for a long, long time. Is what I'm saying, uh, and I've never seen anything close to what we've got uh, here today. I've never seen anything close to what we've got here today uh, uh, in our politics and uh, in uh, what's uh, transpiring here at a you know, at a just a 
crazy, crazy way uh, with uh, how much uh, this country who claimed to be this moral authority is allowing uh, this president and the Republican uh, uh, leadership to get away with those, the shenanigans that uh, some of the just the moral uh, craziness that's going on. And I'm not an angel. Heschel <laughs> is not an angel, y'all. But even me would not dare to uh, uh, conduct myself uh, in such a crazy, crazy way. Were I to be uh, president or any uh, person in any kind of leadership uh, in this country, I think it's a disgrace. I think it's immoral. Uh, I think the, the country, uh, the moral majority, whoever the religious right is, all those folks who claim to be uh, the sub, so, so-called moral leaders of this country, they need to shut up. They need to shut up, and they'll never be able to convince me uh, of their uh, morality, <laughs> not going forward, not any of these big religious fanatics that you see on TV claiming to be this and that and uh, part of this moral majority, and it's all junk, yo. It's all junk when they uh, allow this president to uh, get away with some of the shenanigans that uh, he's uh, been able to get away with. It's a disgrace. It's a disgrace, yo. And now we've got uh, this Russian probe there, Mr. Michael uh, Cohen, y'all, the president, he called his lawyer, but they got him on the go. They said he's under investigation for criminal activity. Went to court Friday and judge said that uh, they're not even sure if this guy even practiced law. (laughs) It seems, though, he only got one client. And that's the president of the United States. That is as far as we know his only client. (laughs) This would be funny if it wasn't so scary, y'all. This guy who he's been telling lies for the last year about he never went to uh, the Czech Republic or whatever to uh, sit down with the Russians. In fact, Bob Mueller came up with some evidence that, yes, he did go there. It was there in 2016, talking to the Russians. If this is true, uh, that's a direct link to the president in Russia. That's a direct, direct connection between this president and the Russians, including on uh, interfering in our democratic elections, though. It's simple as that. You know, it's not... uh, Now, uh, uh, he can stop. All of them can stop talking about there's no collusion here. And that lady who get up there every day with the news briefing, she needs to sit down. I think her father's supposed to be some kind of preacher. And uh, this lady get up there. And how she can live with herself, (laughs) I don't know. How she could ever live with herself and face uh, the world I don't know, because uh, right now, 
you got probably the most unethical uh, leader that we've had in that office of president ever. Carlson Hayes, uh, that guy was being uh, Andrew Johnson. Uh, I have to put Andrew Johnson slightly ahead of Trump as far as uh, unethical is concerned. I have to put Andrew Johnson. He's still the uh, I don't know. Aside from uh, Andrew Johnson and maybe Crawford uh, Hayes, I don't know of uh, any more that I put in front of this guy. The guy is just ill-prepared to be president, especially at such a dangerous time in our history. He's just ill-prepared to be president. Far too volatile. Uh, to be uh, president. The rumor has it that his this this character that he has as national security advisor, John Bolton. That's a, that that guy just looks scary. Huh? Rumor has it that he was arguing for a much stronger strike on Syria last night than uh, what General Mattis the Secretary of Defense uh, finally convinced the president to uh, carry out. Uh, but, you know, it's just a matter of time where this guy, Bolton, <laughs> is going to get uh, some of his ways in because the president is not the strongest guy when it comes to somebody's convincing him of uh, acting. They say he go along with the last thing that, uh, that he hears. <laughs> that's that's a scary uh, proposition, yeah. That's a scary proposition, yeah. We uh, we're living in some trying times, y'all. These are trying times. Uh, How y'all doing out there? And uh. Cyberland, the Facebook friends. What's up, y'all? Uh, feel uh, comfortable about your uh, your Facebook activity and what's going on with that uh, social media thing and all? You know, I've got some mixed emotions about it, but uh, I don't know. I, you know, what I can tell, I don't have too much out there that uh, that uh, that you know, as long as it's not my bank information and stuff like that. Uh, the stuff I have out there, I, I, you know, I probably don't care who um, see it. 
like I said, as long as it's not my personal bank information and stuff like that, uh, I'd hate for my social security number to uh, get spread out there and all that. But surely, you know, you know, banking and uh, financial stuff, uh, the rest of the stuff, I, you know, I don't have that much to hide. You know, I, I really don't. I don't have that much to hide. So I'm, you know, I'm pretty comfortable with putting, you know, what I put out there on Facebook out there. You know, I and, you know, I can just delete all of, uh, you know, who can see it and whatnot and just have it, you know, just for me. <laughs> and, for you know, so as far as that goes, I, you know, so I feel pretty comfortable with it. And I do find it to be a excellent uh, platform to uh stay in contact with friends and whatever. I, you know, I don't get that much news from Facebook, to be honest. I don't get that much news. Now, a lot of stories pop up over Facebook, but uh, that's not where I get uh, my, uh, you know, primary news from. I don't I don't get it from Facebook. I do look, uh, listen to the networks. I do read. I'm an avid reader of news uh, uh, outlets. All of them. I don't just read one. I read all of them. I try to stay in touch with all of them, uh, from BBC to Fox to MSNBC to CNN to, you know, just a whole host of uh, different news outlets. And I'll look at the same story over a wide range of uh, outlets to see how each of them are talking to it. And, you know, I can, you know, decipher... uh, what's real and what's not. I can, you know, do that pretty good. Uh, uh, yeah. So, uh, I don't have a problem with Facebook. Now, when they start selling my uh, 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 personal profile to other outlets, then, yeah, it's a little more dicey about, uh, you know, what's going on there. If they're actually making money off selling my data to other organizations, heck, I might want to cut. If you're going to sell my stuff, I want to cut of it. I want to sell it to whoever you're selling it to, and I want to cut out of all my personal information being redistributed. Every time my personal information gets redistributed to another user other than who I signed up with initially and uh, voluntarily give it to, I don't want to share it with anyone else without a cut of the action, you know. That's what we should be pushing for as users. Anybody who wants to use our profile, give me some money. If you're going to use it a thousand times or a million times or whatever, I want a penny every time you use my information, period. Every time you share it with somebody else, I want a cut. I don't mind you sharing it. I just want to get paid. I want to get paid. And every time Facebook or Twitter, uh, whoever get my information that I hand out there, now we're going to look at uh, how the the contracts and clauses are drawn up, but we better let our politicians know that we won't, every time our information is we uh, share it with somebody else who's making money off of it or marketing it in some way, we want to be uh, uh, compensated for it. We don't, I don't want to just give my stuff away. If you're making money off of it, I, what I put out there, I don't mind you, anybody seeing as long as you're not sharing it to somebody who's making money off of it. 
I would stay within Facebook. Now, if you got something in your contract that says that you can share it, that is the thing that the Congress should be looking at uh, curtailing. As Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat or whoever has got something in their contract that says that they can share our information with somebody else, uh, that is the thing that Congress needs to be looking at and regulating. I worked in IT for 40 years, though. I know how the stuff works. Well, I know how IT works. Absolutely. I know how social media works, yo. I was at the start of it. I've been, I was in IT in 1968. I, I got in the computer game, y'all, in 1968 when I came out of tech school. Oh, yeah, and worked in it for 40 years. I'm not a novice. I am not a novice when it comes to uh, uh, IT, yo. A long ways from it. But uh, so uh, if uh, Congress is serious about uh, regulating, if they're serious about regulating uh, social media, the first thing they should do is make them remove any clause in their uh, uh, contracts with the users before they pass on, and if they pass on the user's information, the user profiles, they have to pay uh, that user a fee. I want to be paid. Now, what I put out there is for the public consumption. But if you're going to turn around and sell my information to someone else or share it with someone else, uh-uh, that's a no-no. Without me getting paid, I want to get paid for it. Hey, y'all. <clears throat> Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. We got a caller out there. Um, we just getting back out here. We don't normally take too many calls out here. <clears throat> we will take a call from time to time. Um, we got a free call in number one eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four, y'all. That's a free call in to the Hushmo Black Forum. Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna take a quick pause for the calls here, y'all. We read up against our break to uh, see if we can get some bills paid. We'll be right back, y'all. Advocating on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Hey, y'all. Uh, welcome back to the Asheville Black Forum. We were talking uh, to a gentleman out of Las Vegas, or near Las Vegas there, but he had to cut out. We have to come back on air here to our uh, audience. Once again, welcome to the Asheville Black Forum, where our model is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it louder. Now, in the session, sometimes we'll do it uh, 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 louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Uh, we don't like to get loud. We like to keep everything on an even keel. But, uh, you know, sometimes we have to get loud. Sometimes we have to get loud just to get our word in uh, uh, sideways, if you will. Uh, what we do, we advocate advocate on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody. We do love everybody. Uh, but uh, by extension, being part of that community, we find ourselves advocating uh, on their behalf. And Lord knows we need all the advocacy we can get uh, in these uh, trying times. Uh, yeah. Uh, so we... Uh, we just, uh, you know, try to make sense of things that don't make no sense. That's what we do. We decipher <laughs> what's going on in the world best we can for our audience. There's so much going on that uh, um, it's hard to keep up with. Just that, you know, we, and this is what we do. This is all we do uh, in terms of, uh, I'm retired. The hospital is retired. You know, I worked at IT for like 40 years, but I've been out here on blog talk for 10 years now. 
Yeah, I ain't new to the game. I, I worked in IT, like I said, for 40 years, so I know uh, all about social media and how it works and uh, the power of it. Uh, but these trans, these are trans times, uh, these are trying times. Uh, trying to figure out uh, uh, this stuff been going on on TV all day about the uh, strikes on Syria last night. We, <laughs> wow, you know, that thing has every opportunity to. Get out of control, y'all. That thing ain't finished yet. I don't think it's over yet. Now we say that was just a one night, one uh, one night uh, strike or one strike, or whatever. But anytime you drop a hundred missiles, <laughs> you killing somebody. Hey, somebody got killed. Is that we, you know, got a, a a a good number of how many was killed. But don't you know uh, Syria went off and vacated all those buildings with all those chemical uh, uh, weapons and all that stuff? Everybody didn't get out of those buildings, though. Somebody got killed last night. We ain't heard too much about who was killed and injured. We killed somebody over there last night, y'all. Make no mistake about it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I so <laughs> this stuff ain't over yet. It is scary. It is just completely scary about what's going on uh, in the world, yeah. But we're here with you. We're going to be right here with you to uh, to try to help you through it, try to help you understand uh, uh, as much as uh, as much about it as we can, y'all, because <laughs> yeah, this thing takes some uh, deciphering and you got uh, the moral majority uh, seeming as though they're uh, have uh, put the uh, faith in the hand of some rather immoral uh, leaders. <laughs> hey, uh, I don't know. I, I was watching. Uh, now I, we come to you uh, live and in living color from the ATL, y'all, Atlanta. That's my home, and uh, this is where we originate from. Uh, uh, and I'm a big sports fan, so I'm watching the Braves today. It was the eighth inning. I turned it on in the eighth inning, and I think we were up like nine to two or ten to two. I think, what was it? I think it was like 10 to 2 or something, or 10 to 5 or whatever it was. We was up, at one time, we was up 10 to 2 in this game. And, I mean, the weather condition was crazy in Chicago. First of all, it was about 38 degrees, and the wind was blowing about 50 miles an hour. <laughs> the Cubs came up in the bottom of the eighth and scored 9 or 10 runs, y'all. The Braves lost that game like 14 to 10. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen in my life. But, as they say, that game is never over until the last out is made. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it, it was just a crazy game. First of all, the darn playing condition was so crazy. 
Why you out there in, I know the windshield, with that windshield, hell, it had to be uh, somewhere uh, like 20 degrees. <laughs> you could tell the players was uh, really working hard to try to keep, to keep the blood warm. The Braves came up and blew a 10-run lead in the eighth inning. They're my team, though. I, you know, I can't, uh, can't, can't get rid of them now. Yeah. Ain't no turning back now, y'all. Yeah. I don't know. It's the spring. Spring is sprung down here in the ATL, y'all. The the good and the bad of it is uh, the weather is nice, but the pollen is out. And I, I suffer from allergies. And right now, this stuff is driving me crazy. Now, I do take a uh, Claritin look-alike, a little 10 milligram Claritin look-alike pill a day. That uh, kind of keep it in check, but I also play golf. <laughs> so... uh and I play golf about twice a week. And uh, that can complicate things because you're outside in the midst of all all of the uh, pollen and whatnot. And the other day, they said it was like the count, pollen count was like 5,000. Now, I don't know what 5,000 is. <laughs> but, uh, pollen count of 5,000 is high. I can tell you that. I don't <laughs> It is high. Oh, God. So uh, I've been, you know, I've been dealing with it. A lot of folks who uh, come to Atlanta, especially from maybe out west or uh, even the Midwest, the pollen and uh, the allergies is altogether different here. And a lot of them catch holy heck trying to uh, get acclimated to to the pollen here in Georgia. But... uh, I don't know. This year seems to be uh, seem to be uh, even even worse than than usual. I don't know. Uh, we had we didn't have that bad of a uh, winter, so that always. Uh, Allow for uh, the flowers to bloom early. Yeah, allow for the flowers to bloom early. Got a new book for y'all uh, that I uh, was just uh, somebody just made it uh, brought it to my attention, and I've been uh, trying to get through it. Uh, Things Fall Apart is the name of it. I'm trying to see if I can get you the author. Things Fall Apart. Just go to Amazon.com and see if you can find it out there. Things Fall Apart. It's a new Adabelli, Adabelli, Safrican's Nigerian uh, author. Things Fall Apart. Great, great story. It tells the story of how... uh, 
the Africans uh, came, or I won't say succumbed, but came to uh, the Europeans coming into Africa there back in the early days. Uh, this is uh, this is uh, right around the uh, start of the West African slave trade. So it would be the 1400s, somewhere 13, late 13, early 1400s. Uh, and he tells us history of uh, what went on during that time. And it's an excellent read. Uh, you all interested in history? Go, Things Fall Apart is the title. Just go to Amazon.com and type that in under the book section. The book is fairly inexpensive. I mean, I think I paid five bucks for a copy. I bought both the Kindle version and the uh, and the hard copy. I'm still waiting on the hard copy, but I was able to download the Kindle version right away. Uh, and it's a great, great read. Uh, we uh, got a free call into the Hushmill Black Forum, y'all. One eight 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 five eight eight. Three eight one four. We come to you live and in living color every Saturday from seven to nine on Blog Talk Radio, y'all. We don't take many calls out here, but we will entertain a call or two. Uh, we, we like to get uh, uh, people's opinions on uh, what's going on in the world. Yeah, although we. Uh, we prefer just to talk out at our audience, not because we're not interested in uh, your opinion. It's just that uh, we uh, so hard to uh, uh, take calls and uh, uh, respond uh, in a uh, in the uh, in a way that uh, uh, we run such a small operation. You know? it's just me and the peanut gallery. <laughs> it's just me and, and me, Hushbow Black and the peanut gallery here are driving this thing. And uh, so that limits our ability to uh, answer calls and engage with the uh, audience like we would like to. But uh, we do from time to time uh, take a call and try to uh, try to get the, uh, try to get them on, try to get them on the air. And uh, so, yeah. But tonight we uh, there's so much going on. Like I said, I've been off the air for like the better part of the last six months. We've been out here real sparingly, uh, just trying to uh, recharge and get our uh, uh, juices flowing again, uh, so that we can uh, uh, just uh, be better uh, at what we do uh, when it comes to uh, deciphering uh, what's going on. Uh, uh, with this, uh, with the politics in the country today, and uh, politics is crazy. Yeah, first of all, uh, you got this. Uh, I don't know. I, I, you got this uh, leader who's really ill prepared to be uh, the leader of uh, the free world, as uh, they so uh, designate the president of the United States. 
uh, as the leader of the free world, we got one volatile uh, person there who may not be uh, may not be stable, you know, mentally stable. Uh, probably a pretty good dude to have a beer with if you, you know, like <laughs> like you just go out and kick it with somebody. He probably would be a pretty good dude to uh, just go out and kick it with. Uh, but uh, as far as uh, being the leader of this country. Uh, I find it uh, I find it frightening, you know. The thought of it is frightening, and uh, after a year, a year and a half in office, I mean, it's getting scarier and scarier uh, each day that uh, go by. Uh, <laughs> I just uh, we just have to stay prayed up, yeah. That's all we can do: stay prayed up. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, yeah, uh, we're gonna take another pause for the calls here. Let's see if we can uh, get some bills paid. I don't know who's gonna pay them. <laughs> Surely, hey, peanut gallery. Who? <laughs> but we we gonna take another break here and uh, see if we can uh, get something done. We'll be right back up. Y'all hanging there? You got me hushed Advocating on your behalf. You're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about it. Saturday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in Cyberspace.
background. I was born in a Cleve town. I dropped out of high school when I was 17, but I put together 300 people. These are the mighty 300. Just like Gideon and 300, just like the Neolitis, that's the mother of the church. We cannot, shall not fail because we are working every day diligently. Every day we are meeting, connecting, and doing the will of God because we understand that it's not of us. It's people like the Hush Mo Black Forum. If you haven't already, you need to call in right now, 888-588-3814. you got to get involved. This is a new time capsule. If you're not recorded in the book of life, we can't go to heaven. You have to put your word out. Everybody has a bit of wisdom, and somebody needs to hear that wisdom. That's why I give this brother so much love, honor, and respect to bring my mother into this form because of he's given an opportunity wisdom. Wisdom only works if it's applied. If it's not applied, you can't use your influence to go ahead and influence the world to change. And if you can't change your perspective looking in the mirror, nobody will ever hear you. With that being said, I yield to the, the man of the hour. OG, my mama is still available. You got it. Pastor Don, I appreciate you coming on, man. I uh, uh, first time I've had you on the show, but it won't be the last, and we uh, 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 going to keep in touch and uh, try to uh, move this thing forward together. Uh, yeah, uh, you all. Uh, I'm going to be I'm going to be putting a link to Pastor Don out here on my uh, website, y'all. Go to highschoolblack.com. I have a link to his site out there, and uh, uh, just once again, uh, uh, Pastor uh, Don. Junior CEO, uh, thank you for coming on the High School Black Forum, and uh, we're going to have to let you go because we've got somebody else on the line here. But uh, thanks again for uh, tuning in and uh, share our information, passing along. We out here every Saturday from seven to nine p.m. on All Talk Radio, y'all. Thank you again, Pastor. Not a problem, sorry. Hey, y'all. We right up against it. We got. Three more lands out here open here, but we we got we're gonna uh, uh, just try to get in. We ain't got much time left out here. We gotta try to get in what we're gonna get in here. But want to uh, thank uh, Pastor Don uh, once again for coming on and uh, uh, offering those uh, words of encouragement. And uh, like I said, we're gonna be putting a link to his website and uh, out on our uh, Facebook. Out on our uh, uh, webpage, that's hushboblack.com. My Facebook friends, go out to my website after this evening. We'll uh, try to have a uh, have a uh, hookup for uh, Pastor Dunn out there. Uh, once again, Facebook friends, welcome to the Hushbow Black Forum, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk, y'all. We, we don't like to get loud. Sometimes you have to. Sometimes you have to just to get uh, just to get a word in edgewise, y'all. We advocate out here, advocate for, and on behalf of Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody. We do love everybody. We won't let you know that. We love everybody. Love is what we're about. You know? We advocate for that community by extension. We're a part of it. And Lord knows we need all the advocacy we can get right now, y'all. These are trying times, y'all. These are trying times. Hey, I'm just saying. We, uh, I, was, I was telling you about this book. Things 
fall apart. Uh, check that book out. That book is by. Uh, let me see if I can bring the author back up here again because that book is so heavy. I I uh I was in the company of this uh, gentleman from Tanzania. And I was telling him uh, that my DNA, we got to talking, first of all, and I was telling him, that, oh, yeah, you're from Africa, blah, blah, this, and blah, blah. So, well, my DNA is from uh, the the Yoruba folks in Nigeria, the Yoruba. And he said, oh, yeah, um, you know, I'm familiar with, uh, I'm quite familiar with uh, uh, the Nigerian people. And, uh uh, we got to talk. He said, you need to read this book, Things Fall Apart, by Chinu Achebe. Okay, Chinu, C-H-I-N-U-A, Chinu, Chinua, Achebe. I'm not that good at pronouncing some of the African names. A-C-H-E-B-E, Achebe. Achebe? Chinua Ajibi, things fall apart. Tell a great story about uh, how that West African slave trade uh, transpired within his community, within that Nigerian community that he was a part of. Tell a story like nine uh, different people, uh, groups of people, including the Igbo, the uh, Yoruba, Yoruba. Uh, and it was about nine different groups of people that was living there in that uh, uh, um, community when that uh, slave trade started. And he go into that and, you know, how uh, the Christians came in, how the uh, Islamics came in and and uh, started uh, uh, converting uh, the natives to their uh, various religions and what transpired off after that and how their society kind of fell apart. How their society kind of fell apart after uh, these various groups came in and uh, started to uh, evangelize them. It's a heavy, heavy story. Things fall apart. I urge each of you to uh, check it out. You know, those, you know, folks that readers and, uh, you know, uh, historians or care about history, um, it's uh, worth reading. Yeah. I uh, I also got this book by James Comey on order. A higher, what's the name of it? See, well, you can't download it yet, but I... Uh, a higher loyalty. Those are the book that the uh, former FBI agent wrote about uh, his interactions. Well, first of all, it's his uh, autobiography. His autobiography, I believe, it started out that way. But uh, needless to say, I've been in the position that he uh, is in, and what happened to him. A lot of it wound up being about uh, his time uh, uh, dealing with uh, Donald Trump. 
and uh, it's just a crazy, crazy uh, story from what I've been able to tell. Uh, a lot of the stuff that we, we know about, and uh, I, I think it's, you know, it's quite uh, different when you hear it uh, in person from the person who was actually there. So uh, I'm, I'm dying to get my hands on it, but it won't be released until Tuesday. A lot of the news networks got a copy of it, and they've been uh, breaking it down and sharing it with uh, your audience. So I've been getting bits and pieces uh, that way, but I like to I like to read I like to read the stuff myself, so that I can bring it to my audience and uh, you know pass it on. And what we do is we do. Uh, Decipher things out here on the high school platform. We, we're gonna break it down, man. Put our spin on it, if you will. But, uh, yeah. Hey, y'all, it's about, uh, wow, 825 out here in ATL. Y'all have time flies when you're having fun. This is our first night back in a while. We, I guess, for about the last six months or so. I've been in and out of town, really. Uh, that's another reason I haven't been out here. I've been in and out of town. I've got relatives uh, uh, up around Ohio that uh, hasn't been doing too well, and I've been running running up there uh, trying to see about them and uh, haven't had a chance to prepare properly for a show, a two-hour show that we try to do every week, and it requires uh, quite a bit of uh, preparation. You can't just get out here, or I can't just come out here without uh, properly preparing uh, the material that you want to discuss for uh, the uh, any given show. So we, we've we been having a time, uh, 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 a problem trying to... Uh, Squeezing in the time that's required to prepare for uh, the Hushville Black Forum, for one thing, and this has been going on for about the last six months or so. So we we've got a couple of months here. Uh, we don't have to get back out of town at least until July sometime. So we're going to be out here just about every Saturday from seven to nine to uh, do our show. And uh, with so much going on in the world, I think it's vitally uh, important that we do get out here and. Uh, uh, voice our opinions on uh, just what it is that we see uh, taking place uh, in our uh, country, the politics of, uh, of the day and the likes, you know. Like I said, we advocate on behalf of uh, Americans of African descent. And, you know, that it's, it's not because we, we're not, you know, we don't, we love everybody. We just uh, want to uh, uh, be part of the conversation. We, we don't want to just uh, exist without being part of the conversation. Uh, so that's what the Hushville Black Forum is for. We want to be a platform that uh, we can come out here and uh, engage in the dialogue, whatever that may be that's going on in the country, political, whatever. We want to be part of that dialogue, yeah. because if we're not, uh, we can get lost in the shuffle, and a lot of times we do uh, uh, by being silent. Uh, we can't we can't 
we can no longer uh, just be silent and let everybody else uh, uh, have a voice. And uh, uh, so, just just ordinary people. We're we're just ordinary people, y'all. That's uh, we ordinary people. We want to uh, be part of, want to be part of the conversation out here. It's too important to be uh, uh, sitting on the sidelines without uh, uh, being part of that conversation, you know. Uh, yeah, shoot. Hey, uh, let's uh, see if we can take another quick break here and then kind of wind it up for the night. we got about 30 more minutes to go. We're going to come back. I'm debating on whether or not to put on... Um, one of my favorite segments that I normally, but it's about a 15-minute segment that we might put on, and we might not. But we'll see. We're going to take another break, and we'll be back. You got me hush mode driving this train this evening. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hush Mode Black Forum. Tell your friends about us, Saturday, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m., right here in cyberspace.
Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Hushmill Black Forum. We've uh, been tuning in, trying to uh, monitor the various networks who's uh, covering this uh, strike on Syria last night. That thing's been going on all day. The various speeds on it. And, uh, mm. Alpha one. I think the thing still has a chance of getting out of control. Because anytime you intervene in a civil war, uh, first of all, we went into Syria to eliminate the. Uh, the ISIS threat. And our president came over a couple of weeks ago and declared that the ISIS threat was had been eliminated and that he'd be pulling us out of Syria in the the very near future. And then because of various events that transpire, we wind up uh, dropping missiles on Syria last night. I don't know how that thing is going to. I don't know how. I don't know how things going to play out. But uh, we uh, will just have to see. We'll just have to see. I for one don't feel too good about it. Uh, anytime you start dropping bombs on people. It's easy to do, but it can be quite difficult uh, uh, to find the end game. That end game is is a thing that uh, can be so difficult sometimes. Trying to uh, try, trying to bring that thing to an end. Now I hope. That uh, strikes last night was the end of it, but there's no way to uh, that you can be assured of that. Uh-uh. Well, anytime you start dropping bombs, you're killing people, y'all. You ain't just uh, <laughs> it's not a vacuum you're dropping those bombs into. You're dropping those bombs into uh, somebody's habitat. And uh, we haven't had a real good sense of how many how many people was killed for making no mistake. Somebody was killed. People was killed last night. Now I'm just waiting for some kind of count. You drop a hundred missiles on somebody, a hundred bombs, you killing somebody. So uh, this thing, this thing ain't over yet. I'm afraid. We'll just have to see. Hey, y'all, you got me, Hushbo, driving this train out here on the Hushbo platform. Yeah, that's what we do. We advocate for social justice on behalf of 
Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody, we do. But by extension, we find ourselves advocating for that particular community. And Lord knows, we need We need all the average that we can get, yeah. We're going to be digging into the Syria thing because from what I can gather right now, Trump has declared mission accomplished in Syria's, Syrian strike. That thing might be premature, yeah. Remember when Nixon got out there on the ship and pronounced that the Iraq thing was a success? And we've been in there ever since, yeah. We used that was eighteen years ago. <clears throat> we don't know. It's gonna take a few days, if not a few weeks, to determine exactly uh A, a conclusion to what happened last night, yeah? We don't know. We don't know yet. Certainly is way too early to uh, mm, let's see what they're saying here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we already know this guy is, uh, has a limited uh, ability to. Uh, to uh, a limited ability to come up with uh, original thoughts. I, I, I put it like that. And that's what they're talking about now, that uh, the president uh, is famous for using other people like uh, phrases like make America great again or mission accomplished uh, or whatever. Um if he was writing a book, he could be accused of plagiarizing. Uh, oh, just about everything that come out of his mouth, somebody else has uh, has uh, used uh, uh, before. So I've not seen anything original or very little original uh, that has come from this guy's lips so far. And that's what they're talking about here on on TV. So 
presidents uh, the strikes could not have had a better result. Mission accomplished. This is what he tweeted out, by the way. Uh, I don't believe in the president tweeting. I, I think this is such a uh, such a uh, mm, degrading of that office. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's me. Maybe I place such a high. I have such a high expectation for that office. Uh, that uh, maybe it's hard for anyone to meet my expectations for that office. Maybe that's the problem. Maybe I'm the problem, huh? Maybe because I believe that the president should not come on TV or and lie every day or tweet uh, 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 every day and lie. Maybe, maybe, you know, maybe I'm the problem. Maybe my expectations are way out of place. Uh, that I, you know, why should I expect the president to be honest and moral? Is that? Am I am I out of place for that? That uh, we should have a moral president. I mean, not a perfect president, but at least the guy should be uh, somewhat moral. I believe. I, you know, now what is morality? You know, whose morality? I don't know, but you know, if you, <laughs> you should be a misogynist. Uh, I don't know, y'all. Don't get me started. I said I wasn't going to do that tonight because it's you know we're in such a crazy time. I'm I'm going to just uh, I'm just getting back out here this evening. I'm just going to chill out for the day and try to welcome uh, my audience back to the Hushmo Black Forum. And I do uh, want to thank you all. Tell, tell a friend about us. Pass us pass the word that the Hushmo Black Form is back on air. We'll be here every Saturday from 7 to 9 uh, doing what we do. You know, we're going to be doing what we do. Uh, our model is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And not in the session, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk. Yeah. We, we don't like to get loud, though. We like to try to keep everything on an even keel, but uh, Lord knows that can be kind of hard to do sometimes. But, uh, with uh, some of the things that's going on in the world today, it can be awful hard to be quiet. Uh, so we're back. Facebook friends up Ohio way. How y'all doing up there? They, boy, you're talking about, they have some of the 
greatest conversations going on up there in the OHT. And that, uh, had, somebody put out on Facebook uh, who's the greatest running back. And that thing could, <laughs> that thing went on for damn near uh, an hour on Facebook, back and forth. Who's the greatest running back? But this guy uh, put up four backs out of all the running backs that's been in the NFL. He put up four. Jim Brown, uh, I think it was Tony, Tony Dorsett, Walter Payton, and Barry Sanders. Great, great backs. Great, great backs. But left, left off people like Bo Jackson, O.J. Simpson, uh, Eric Dickerson, Emmett Smith. Uh, you know, there's a ton of backs that, you know, could be uh, in that conversation. You know, I'm an old football fan now. So, you know, I'm old school. So, Naturally, I'm gonna to have to go with Jim Brown. I, I, I see, I you know, I'm gonna to have to go with Jim Brown. I don't care who you throw in the mix. I'm gonna always go with Jim Brown as the greatest running back, the greatest football player, period that I've seen. Uh, so, uh, but I was was just curious that the conversation went on, or the post went on for, I don't know how many posts went back and forth, people. Without mentioning O.J. Simpson, I did comment on it, but uh, you know, sooner or later, his name got to be up there. O.J. Simpson. Now, a lot of people still uh, dislike or uh, him for whatever reason, but we're talking about playing football, <laughs> playing football. You know, like even though my choice is uh, Jim Brown. Uh, O.J. Simpson's name's got to come up in a conversation when you talk about great running backs. That guy was a great, great running back, huh? <laughs> I don't care what else he did or people think he did. He wasn't found guilty of none of that stuff. So, uh, but that guy was a great, great running back, huh? Make no mistake about it. That guy was the first player to run for 2,000 yards. I think he did it in a 14-game season. If I'm not mistaken, he did that in a 14-game season in the snow in Buffalo. <laughs> Shoot, that guy was a that guy was a real deal on that football field, y'all. No matter what else you think of him, O.J. Simpson was one hell of a running back. One hell of a running back, y'all. Make no mistake about that. Uh, so. It was just curious to me is that you could have a discussion about great running backs without his name coming up somewhere in that conversation. I think it's almost impossible to do. It's almost impossible to do. You can't go. To, you can't get down that list. You can't get to ten without O.J. Simpson being in the mix. No, no, you can't. You can't get to ten running backs in that league without O.J. Simpson's name coming up. There's no way. I've seen them all from Jim Brown. And Jim Brown's always, he'll always be my top of the list person. But I mean, I, I love uh, Walter Payton. I love Walter Payton. I was like, pound for pound, uh, pound for pound, I don't know if another back who ran with the tenacity that Walter Payton did. Pound for pound, that guy. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, and then you got Barry Sanders. 
Slick, you know, I you know, I don't know if how you tackle that guy. You can't get your hands on him. Him, Tony Dorsett, uh, great, great running backs, and who may have been the best of them all that didn't play out his years, Gail Sears and Bo Jackson. <laughs> you know, so Bo Jackson, <laughs> shoot, this guy was a, Bo Jackson was a monster, y'all. He only played two or three years, but he got his hip messed up. But this guy was a monster. You know, so, you know, conversation is, it ain't it's that clear cut as uh, you might think. Who's the best running back? Uh-uh, that's the whole topic that you can debate for hours, days, years. <laughs> and, you know, still not... Uh, Still not uh, put it down, but uh, Jim Brown. Jim Brown averaged 5.2 yards per carry. (laughs) The record still stands today, y'all. He averaged 5.2 yards per carry over a nine-year career. Now, that's all he played was nine years. So I want to see any other back over a nine-year period with a 5.2 yard average. No said. If you can't show me that, no said. That's a first down every two uh, carries. <laughs> show me another back who's averaged 5.2 yards a carry over his career. If you can do that, come talk to me. Okay. <clears throat> can you do that? Shut up. Yeah, yeah. I want to see James Kobe. This guy sit down with Rachel Maddow. He's got an interview sometime next week with Rachel Maddow. I don't think anybody cut through the BS like Rachel does. I don't think anybody out there on on TV doing talk shows bring you a <laughs> uh, news uh, uh, journalistic uh, commentary uh, is above Rachel Maddow. Uh, I think she's the top thing out there in her field. I think she's number one in her field, y'all. That's just me now, but that's MSNBC. She come off at uh, what? Nine o'clock during the weekday. Mm-mm. Y'all ain't checked out more, uh, her slant on things. Check out Rachel Maddow. I recommend her highly. 
Oh, that lady, she cut through this mess. <laughs> Rachel ain't no joke, yo. She is no joke. Hey, y'all, uh, we're just about coming up on uh, that time. It's been my pleasure being back out here on the Hushville Black Forum with you all, trying to make sense of things that uh, just don't make no sense. And uh, there's a lot of stuff going on out here uh, that don't make no sense, y'all. There's a lot of things going on that don't make no sense that we have a hard time trying to uh, break down. Oh, we're going to break it down now. Whatever it is, we'll, we'll make sense of it. It's, you know, <laughs> we, we're going to make sense of it one way or the other. Like uh, Right now, I'm just trying to uh, ease back into uh, the Hushmore Black Forum. We've been away for about the last six months or so. Uh, trying to re-energize. We, we had uh, quite a few other things going on too that uh, has been consuming time. And uh, so we uh, uh, haven't had a. Um, haven't had the uh, free time to uh, be able to uh, prepare for our show. Hopefully, the next three months we we see uh, ourselves free, and we should be out here most Saturdays from seven to nine. Uh, tell a friend that uh, the Hushville Black Forum is back. We're going to be back um, for the foreseeable. Future, we'll be back out here on Blog Talk every Saturday from seven to nine, y'all. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, I Same station, y'all. Coming to you live and in living color from the ATL. Until then, y'all. Ciao. We're going to be out of here. Yeah. (laughs) Bye, y'all. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events of. www.blogtalkradio.com